Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. when I came onto the thing and it scared me. A pop-up happened? I was like, yeah, where'd you up. go? Where'd it you was, go? It was an odd notification about tomorrow. And I was like, I'm not trying to pod tomorrow. Podcast <laughs> app. Yeah, leave me alone, phone. I'm trying to get work done. Um, but yeah, this is, well, I, I mean, we're just going to go right into it because now I'm reading this information. The episode pretty much dedicated to breakups. <laughs> And now it's only one breakup. I mean, it's yeah. fine. We still have plenty of fodder. Um, I think we should start off. We have a dis- um, reja- uh, redaction from last yeah. week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, or correction. Correction. Okay. Actually, it's it, I'm correcting you, but I <laughs> okay. was told by one of our listeners Randy. that you uh, identified the wrong person in a Black Mirror episode. You were talking oh, about... Trying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't want me to tell him his name. Okay. Oh, anonymous source. That was pretty <laughs> anonymous source. Uh, you were talking about that redhead actress. What's her name? Bryce. I, oh, I said Jessica, Jessica, uh, Chastain, Jessica Chastain, but it's Bryce Dallas Howard. But it was Bryce Dallas Howard. So. You know what? I'm not the only motherfucker who does that. So. No, exactly. But, you know, we are. Yeah, fair enough. I saw, when I saw the image again, I was like, oh, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. Famously, they. Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, but no, famously, they were both going to college in New York at the same time. Jessica Chastain at Juilliard and Bryce Dallas Howard at NYU. And they would have, they would have run-ins with the same circle of adjacent friends who would then confuse them which, with which each other. And then also a Starbucks baristas at multiple locations would confuse them. Because they were regulars at like both locations. When you like, live in a, yeah, like five, ten but I mean, radius. But uh, oddly though, you know, one so uptown and one so downtown. Right? Isn't Juilliard I actually don't know you? where Juilliard, are, Juilliard is. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it would be on the Upper West. Right? I feel like... Alvin Ailey is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's, like, right in your hood. Lincoln Center. But maybe not. Maybe it's closer, further north. No, you're right. It actually is Lincoln Center. So Yay! It's, my, it's my neighbor. <laughs> yeah! Oh, That's I should have funny. auditioned while I was there. All right. Um, yeah, it's like right by the movie Wait, theater that there's always those uh um premieres at premieres that I see. Yeah, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, but thank you. Yeah, fair enough on the correction. So we want to start off with that. <laughs> Any other? I mean, I feel like there was some other things that did come up under corrections, but now I can't remember them because I definitely didn't write them down. That checks out. Well, yeah. Anywho, we've got a lot to discuss. We are recording. On July 4th, before the fireworks, because... Whoopee. I mean, also, this year, I just... I felt this way last year with Roe vs. Wade. I just I can't be celebrating America. Sorry. There's nothing to apologize for. 
I mean, we have to go to work tomorrow. That in itself is already confusing. I mean, I guess people take the day off. But I like to be home at a certain time and fireworks start <laughs> when the lights Well, no, out. and you have two animals that will. Oh, they don't give a shit. No. Oh, they're, they're... fine? Yeah, oh, they don't react wow. at all. Yeah. yeah, I always think so bad. I always feel so bad for dogs on this holiday. I, ha- I haven't heard anything around here, which is really odd because it should be because of the fireworks spots are only open twice a year, Christmas and July 4th. Yeah, and I feel like of all states, Texas would be Is nuts too. our ass. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else has been saying it's been Friday, Saturday, Sunday for themselves in their neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, oh, well, it's crickets over here. So. Well, you um, can always watch the Macy's fireworks. No, They're I can't. on television. Oh, I don't have television. <laughs> you mean oh. you don't have, like, cable. Yeah, You yeah. probably could watch it. I don't know. I'm good. On... We're good. We're I know, I know. I was going to say, I wonder <laughs> if it's on Peacock because it's on, I believe, NBC. Oh, I'm sure that it will be, too. And I have, like, all the other apps that I could have watched. Like, yeah, but, streaming. I mean, to watch fireworks on TV. You know, sex with a condom. <laughs> <laughs> well, one can get you pregnant. One preventing pregnancy. So. Yeah, but it's lessening the fun. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. <laughs> the thrill of it all. Speaking of... Not using condoms. Uh, we do have baby news. Oh, well, we didn't even talk about the breakups. Well, I that figured we, like, that was going to be our intro. big. Oh, I mean, we already. I, I mean, we want, if you want to go to breakups, we can. I, I mean, I just because I figured I kicked it off with the yeah, interesting okay, information where I thought we were going to be a whole breakup episode. But um, I mean, I'm going to start with the one that we I'm like jumping in on because it's less of a blow i feel like i'm really grappling with the other one um but we found so we thought that caitlin olsen and rob McElhaney from it's always sunny in philadelphia were announcing a separation or no announcing that someone cheated that apparently like rob had cheated um and like the the rumors were starting and so they were like admitting to them but um but then after now that it's been a 24-hour news cycle I mean, I feel like, you know, it it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's they're more like they're poking fun at it, but I'm still like... I'm not understanding where the source material is coming from for them to poke at. And also, I don't understand his response to hers because she um, what was her? Do you have it pulled up? Yeah. To... OK. Yeah. So she there apparently the rumor is that he had an affair with somebody in Wales where he famously has bought the football club with Ryan Reynolds. And then Caitlin tweeted, because I get, oh, maybe it's Perez Hilton is the source material. So this, I don't even know why she's giving it a glance, because that's the only um, article that's attached to it. But she says, it was me who had the affair, but it was not with someone from Wales. It was a whale. I've always loved whales. They're the bosses of the ocean. I'm attracted to power. We ask for privacy as we navigate this difficult time. And then it tags a Perez Hilton article that I can't click on because this is Twitter and that's not how the internet right. works. Um, oh, and the, oh, the Perez Hilton headline is that always sunny stars, Rob and Caitlin break up. And then Rob retweeted Caitlin's tweet that I just quoted and said, sad to admit the rumor is cheer true. Um, heartbroken emoji. However, some of the details are incorrect. Yeah, so initially I thought he was confirming that there was cheating, but she didn't cheat with whales. Because obviously that was a joke. But now what I'm seeing and when you type in their situation is that they're poking fun 
at the allegation, meaning no one cheated and that they're not breaking up. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously happy about that because I was very sad when I heard about it and thought that they someone had cheated and they were separating. But I mean, very funny because I was like, they never made sense to me as a couple. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't disagree <laughs> That's with what you, my but went. but other, so, but yeah. they're not breaking up, so. So update. I mean, we had a whole conversation about like, well, yeah, I was like, yeah, they got to be growing apart. I mean, I can't imagine how much he just bought into like an F1 team with Ryan. Like, you know, who knows how much time they're spending together. And then whoopsie, I really jumped the gun on this one. <laughs> you were like ready to send him. Fan mail. Because that always like, I'm, I'm ready for you when you're ready to come to Austin. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, well, the bigger story that has basically shake, shaken, yeah, or shook the Bravo Spear. Bra- Bravo Spear. Sphere. Yeah. I yeah. can't speak. Um, is that Mauricio and Kyle from. I don't know if you like, need me to tag in or. <laughs> I get mean, there. do whatever you want, girl. <laughs> but yeah, Mauricio but, and Kyle. Yeah. From Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are separating. Yeah, they're also seen at dinner in Aspen last night. Yeah, so basically yesterday at like 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, people posted that they were separating. And then immediately like wildfire stuff was going, you know, people were looking into it. Although prior to that happening, Casey and I have been discussing because we've been seeing on the internet this the sleuths the bravo sleuths who i'll give you credit for this because i'm not doing any searching okay. and you're finding yeah. the material i definitely it along. yeah i alerted you of the potential rumor that basically if you like the i the instagram sleuths had noticed that Mauricio hadn't posted a picture of Kyle in a certain amount of time. They hadn't been liking each other's posts in a certain amount of time. They hadn't been seen together for a long time. In she, like, didn't s- tag him in some yeah. things. And then on or, like, top didn't of like that, his post about her birthday. Yeah, they, like, weren't liking each other's posts. There was something really weird. And then on top of that, over the last, like, six months, at least we've been aware that... Kyle has befriended a female country singer named Morgan Wade. And it may be more of than just a friendship because there seems to be matching tattoos and matching jewelry. Matching watches. And matching watches. And a lot of what is being alluded to is that Kyle is left Mauricio for this woman, Morgan Wade. But then on top of that, there has always been the allegations that Mauricio has been cheating or had cheated on Kyle. It was like a topic very early on in Beverly Hills that they immediately were like, no, that's. There's never been evidence of it. So it's always been very easy for people to say you're jealous. Right. But it's been a persistent underlying thing that people have tried to bring up against Kyle. But it it does seem really insane when they say it. So you're like, yeah, no. Right. Because like when you see Mauricio, I mean, he's been uh, up until this moment 
deemed the best husband in all of Housewives because, A, he is just, like, a charming, genuine human, or at least seems like it, and also seemed very much in love with Kyle. Also, the bar is pretty low. Well, yeah, as we report on a (laughs) weekly basis, correct. I mean, these husbands have been together for 27 years. There, have yeah. not, there haven't been warranted rumors where someone came out. They really seem to be physically and emotionally in love with each other. Just right. all They're... can't get enough of each other. Really want to be spending time together. He's a family man when he's not working. His work is very successful. Yeah, it is. It's so it's like people are. He's also now a pothead. Yeah, which has yeah, been very I fun mean, to he, watch. Especially in the last couple of years, he's been extremely high on the show, which is very enjoyable, as you said, to watch, but also just showcases like he is a chill dude that's like making billions, but also like his is feet not, are on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Is very relatable and not like, you know, doing anything that is concerning. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, just hanging at home, getting high. (laughs) He's not out potentially sleeping with women, although who knows, maybe he is. Yeah, unfortunately. So, I mean, there hasn't, again, there hasn't been a reason revealed as to why they're separated, but there is the announcement of the separation. To Casey's point, they are, uh, they were spotted yesterday out in Aspen together. I think they were there for a wedding or they're there to vacation. From what I understand, even though they're separated, they're living in the same house for now. Well, 27 years. I mean, I can't and then, I mean, they also have houses everywhere because he owns a real estate agent, uh, agency called The Agency, which has been, you know, expanding worldwide yeah, over the last... For dec- a decade now? Yeah, so I mean, I know that they had the house in Mexico. They have one in Aspen. They clearly have, have one. one in Palm Springs. Yeah, they have one everywhere. So they could very easily just, you know, one person lives in one house and the other one gets an apartment. Or yeah, something. but it's very clear. When you've been with somebody for 27 years, I can't imagine how difficult it is to be separating your lives when it doesn't seem like there is a definitive um, thing to point to to say this is when it's over. Well, and here's the thing, though. Or, like, this is why it's over. As people who have been watching Bravo since its inception and as people who also inspect every thing that everyone says, like, Kyle has always been the person that is able to push off the spotlight on herself and put it on other people. She hasn't really ever had to admit to fault. And so what's very interesting is this announcement came out after they filmed. So again, she like purposely didn't want it to be discussed on the season so that. She I mean, could... she's not an idiot. She's born and raised in Beverly Hill, like LA. Right. So she but like, knows. Like, yeah. Very curious whether when we do get a conversation about it, whether, you know, it's at the reunion or hopefully we have a situation like Vanderpump where even though the season is over, they're going to now film her for a little bit, at least a, conf- a confessional or two to get an update from her as to what exactly happened. But that unfortunately gives her a lot of time to craft and she will. 
figure out what what the actual narrative is not to say that i just don't see her saying i mean again we still don't know what really is happening but my assumption of he's been cheating she finally decided after meeting morgan that she doesn't need him anymore like and her attraction to this woman must be incredibly strong no, I exactly. Mean, like, like she doesn't need him anymore in terms of like the the potential love, even if it was beneath what know, she was dude, accepting have, because have, she met Morgan, and that like, but financially she will be separate regardless. So like, yeah, that's not ever been. No, I know. Whereas other housewives will stay with someone because of the money. Yeah, and she like I don't even think there's a prenup because they were together before he made any money. Even if they had a prenup, I think it's null and void in California with this many years. Oh, interesting. Okay. I feel like yeah, in California I mean, divorce law, it's like 10 years. But so, that might just only be with a pre- without a prenup. So my feeling has to be, in order for her to get to, to separate, she has to be very much into someone else, which all lines are, share, are pointing towards Morgan. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, no, because we've had the hours of footage of her you know putting their relationship first and him first and loving Taking care of their four kill four children but that's what she wanted to do with her life and not right. being resentful of that by any means and then she's also able to have this other show for her which was a big step in what she right. wanted to be doing her the whole career time and conf- fulfill of- that kind of actory itch at that point right. and then she started getting more work too but I think we're, I think it, I, I don't think you'll ever actually get the truth, but I also think it's going to be a conversation that's one of those really heartbreaking ones of it wasn't any one thing it's over the time, like, yeah. like the speculation, like, unfortunately, the original um, um, fortune teller being like, once the kids are up and out of the house, and you said that too. I mean, I just, they were so physically into each other and they, of all the couples that we watched on that show, they, like, it just made, it made the most sense on paper. It made the most sense the way you see it. It made the most sense emotionally. There was never a question of if they really loved each other. Yeah. So I think we're just getting one of those really sad conversations of nothing was wrong and that was kind of the problem. Like, you're just like, what? Yeah, I mean, we'll like, see. I, I really hope we get the answer, but to we're your point, I don't think we're her. going to. I mean, I mean, it's really your point, yeah. She'll have time to craft it, and she'll have publicists to and work Andy with. And Andy will only touch it so far because it is Kyle versus another housewife he doesn't have as close of a relationship with because he sometimes handles these with baby gloves on when he shouldn't. Because he was so um, close to them. But, I, but this, if the internet information is so interesting enough. You have to show the evidence and go, look. Yeah, you, you have guys to, have you can't these discount tattoos it. in the uh, same place. Yeah, the watches, the other the the time frames of where you're at together. At the same, you know, overlap. People in the country scene have been saying they've seen her at a lot of the concerts. Yeah, it's just it's 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 really what interests. It's really interesting. Maybe, yeah, and it would be really great to see them go to couples therapy, but I can't imagine we would ever get that. Yeah, no. And just to kind of uh, explain further what Casey was referencing. So in the first, is it the first season or the second season? 
with the fortune. Oh, I want to say maybe the second because I feel like Beverly Hills came alive. But I mean, yeah, I you know, well, oh yeah, asking the kid, the kid with the great memory. I feel yeah, like no, no, no. But there's a classic episode years. where Camille is hosting a party. Formerly Camille Camille Grammer. <laughs> Camille Grammer, um, and she invites her friend who also is. Alison Dubois, which is the person that the show um, Ghost Whisperer. No, Medium. Oh, correct. Okay, Medium yeah, yeah. was based off Jennifer of Jennifer Love so, Hewitt. I thought she was in Ghost Whisperer. No. It's oh, it's Medium with Patricia Arquette. Okay. Yep. Ghost Whisperer has to do Patricia Arquette's yeah. character is based <laughs> on her, and she's able to tell the future and blah, 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 blah. And she was hilarious because she was either drunk or just like not knowing how to handle herself in front of the television this is like early days reality early yeah early days reality and she just was very overly or um, she was performing for the cameras and really yeah performing but also being like overly obnoxious about it because the way she delivered it was obnoxious and if i was kyle i would have been like what the you know i would yeah i feel like kyle handled it very well for what was happening to her at the time because it was also an absolute joke because this woman's telling you that one of the most stable, well-known, like, Beverly Hills marriages, which in itself is already on a, if you, like, make it past 10 years in that s- city, then it's, like, already on a pedestal. Yeah, but so basically she tells Kyle, she asks her about, like, she's been married twice, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, okay, good. So I won't have to tell you that you're getting married again. You've already gotten married twice. And then she says, and your husband, um, he will never emotionally fulfill you, fulfill you, and that you, when the kids get older, you will get uh, bored of each other and have nothing in common, and you, you will separate. And at the time, we were all like, no, that's never happening. This woman's insane. But that's basically what she has predicted. Yeah. And at this time, Camille... There's the other big asterisk that like Camille Grammer and Kelsey Grammer were still, while filming, she thought they're still together. What we're seeing in the media, like fast forwarding a few months because this is airing, is that he's very publicly cheating on her with his now wife, who's his fifth wife, who's just... Who's the younger version of Camille, who was the younger younger version version of of the other wife wife because he has cheated on every single wife with the younger person. Yeah, they're all blonde hair. Tiny. Yep. Yep, yep. But yeah. So we are. So everybody was like, "Oh, Allison Dubois is picking up on Camille Grammer's life and not Kyle, right? Like, what Directing a... it on the wrong person. Yeah. But then now we're finding out she was in fact correct. Thirteen years later, that... but I'm also like statistically, she is also correct. No, I know, but I mean, it's kind of crazy how the words themselves were so spot on. It wasn't like, "Oh, you and your husband are going to separate." It was like. Kind of what we think is what happened. Yeah, unfortunately, which is nuts are us. Um, and she did, like, come out with a statement, you know, because I guess her phone was blowing up when this happened because immediately everyone was like, oh, my God, get Allison on, a, on the camera right now. <laughs> They're on the Zoom. Because we want to know her reaction. Um, but, yeah, so... We'll see in terms of what else we'll get to the story on. Apparently today they both posted something about like, it's definitely not divorce. So please stop 
speculating speculating and blah 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 but it's like i mean you're pub- like i hate this about kyle and all of the housewives where they pick and choose what they're gonna reveal it's like you cannot go on a reality show and then assume you will have control over, over what the, we get the narrative in your life yeah. well that's also <laughs> if you <laughs> don't go on the reality show then yeah you're right i mean it sounds insane but also i mean it, it wouldn't that. have mattered if they were on the reality show or not to be honest because first of all he has they have their own reality show for the agency yeah with their daughters because they're now all real estate agents and prior to her being on real housewives of beverly hill she was on an episode of simple life because she is the um aunt of Oh, she did more than that. She did every single thing that she could get in front of to talk no, no, about. No, no, no. But Hilton. like, she's part of the. Yeah, she's the end of Paris Hilton, but she grew up as a child actress. Like, she's been in the eye of the public eye since almost birth. So it's like you. Yeah, her mother. Gonna, people are going to talk about you regardless. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, I have mixed feelings about Kyle in general. I know you do too. Like, you want to like her, but then she makes it very hard to. Because she's not as honest as she should. But I Goodbye, Kyle. But I, you know, I feel for her and him. And we do love Mauricio, at least until we find out there's a reason not to. I don't even think I would be, like, I still want to see him on camera, which is the worst part of all of this. Because if, like, they're going to not be together, then how much are we going to see of him? Yeah. Little to none. He's really the highlight of the whole show. Yeah, him high is, like, why we want to watch anything that has to do with Kyle. Yeah, everyone asks for more content of just Stone I wonder how wandering around the house. PK is handling this because now there's no longer double dates. Like he literally lost his best friend. Or they're gonna keep staying. You know, we don't know if they're actually gonna end up separating see, and splitting up, and they probably you, will. But did you see the rumor of like because there was always that question of whether him and Dorit has have ever hooked up, Mauricio and Dorit. Um, because oh, because didn't have he been... say like he would? Like, no, he could any because of, or, or she TK has said been he very touchy with him over the t- yeah. over the years. Okay. Um, but then there's I... also the conversation that Denise Richards is floating Brandy around as saying because she was like Brandy told me she hooked up with somebody in Beverly Hill on the cast, someone else from the cast besides Denise. <laughs> No, Denise hooked up with someone else from besides Brandy. I thought it what what it was. Oh, I read it. Denise said that Brandy told her she's hooked up with somebody else on the cast, but wouldn't. So it wasn't even Denise's information. But yeah, well, anyway, we'll see. And maybe now we know why Kyle loved Teddy so much because why? he definitely <laughs> gives off lesbian vibes, Teddy. You don't think so? No, not at all. Oh, I always thought that. And I feel like, like, the internet said that. But whatever. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to the internet. No. I mean, the internet predicted this <laughs> separation. Anything's possible. Um, anything. That, I didn't know if you wanted the next one. Oh, yeah. So, are you, anything else from that topic? Or you're good to No, go? I'm, yeah. I'm... Yeah. So... To go back to what I initially thought we were going to talk about at the beginning. Uh, speaking of contraception or lack thereof, uh, we found out this week that Char- um, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have welcomed another child. 
by surrogate. Uh, I can't even remember the name at this point. But we found out, I mean, we just recently, you know, talked about them a couple weeks ago because she gave birth. So basically, she was pregnant and a surrogate were pregnant at the same time. What? She had the other kid physically? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, there's I thought she wasn't all those allowed pregnancy to, like... photos. Oh, I like thought she was not physically allowed. I mean, to get after no, no, no. After Jack, I mean, she had the obviously. Um, she had to give birth to a stillborn, I believe, or Jack. I can't remember yes. actually what happened there. Yes. Um, no, but she gave birth to this to the one like I think it was in April or May. SD. Or is SD the new one? Um, oh, then, yeah, SD. She gave birth to SD, and then Ren is the oh, one God. that they just welcomed, uh, which How I thought was... spelling it? W-R-E-N. Oh, even worse. Okay. Ren Alexander, who um, is named after the surrogate, whose name is Alexandra, which I thought was nice. I guess they... Uh, Chrissy was saying that because she and the surrogate were pregnant at the same time, they really bonded and she's now become like a friend to her. Uh, so they wanted to honor her by naming her, uh, giving the middle name named after her. Why do you look so confused? I'm not confused. I just think all of it's like fucking who cares with that. <laughs> I can't stay. I like, no, I mean, I go back and forth on her as a human, but like after what happened, obviously with Jack, it's yeah, but like, it's almost I wish like them... a lot of that was done to publicly get this, you know, sympathy back. And just the whole thing, I, it, we just know way too much about her. Yeah, no, we do. Also, uh, like, I just such a bad baby name, Ren. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't pick it. But... I mean, that was really my face. <laughs> just brown. like, that's what we're doing these days. But, I mean, people are crazy with baby names. At least it was an apple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still can't get over that one, and that's not even. I mean, bad. it's supposed to be apple martini, right? Like, like apple martin. Yeah, I mean, that's that what I always point? thought of when they said her name. But anywho, uh, do you got any other stories? Um, um, fun moment in culture was Helena York and Brett Goldstein, like being nominated by Evan Ross Katz to be in the new season of White Lotus and like here for it. He, uh, Evan Ross Katz, like nominated Helena York of the other two, uh, to be in the new season. And then he was like, oh wait, also like Brett Goldstein should be her husband. And then Brett Goldstein, I think like retweeted that or like put it on his Instagram story of being like, yes, please. And it was like, I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of casting we need. But um, I'm assuming that's all on hold now that I say that with the everything's writer. on hold. Shit. Because, yeah, Mike White didn't start writing that. He just has been like, he just like got back from vacation to like start doing it. Yeah, they were doing like location scouting uh, and yeah, inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a job. you can call it scouting. You can pay for it by your I business know. card. Can we just it's scout so for... Brutal. Can I get paid to scout for my life? <laughs> yeah, for honestly, go for it. 
another bit of conversation that's going on that I also think is like not going on at the same time is the fact that Madonna almost died. Oh and, my like- god, yeah, her bacterial <laughs> infection that she yeah. was avoid like ignoring. Yeah, apparently ignoring the symptoms because she's such a hard worker and getting ready for her tour. But the defunct, con- like the what I'm kind of more fascinated by it is that the most information has been coming from Rosie O'Donnell, who's still like her best friend. And I'm like, how yeah, has this friendship concerning. continued after all these years? It's just so interesting. Just... Like, how good of friends are they? Because I don't think you can be friends with Madonna. I don't know, man. I mean, she still does have some friends. Isn't she still friends with, like, Sandra Bernhardt? And I think-ish, but I don't know how. If you want an actual friendship, I, don't, I can't imagine she's, like, putting in an effort and asking you how your day was. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like we're partial because we don't, we've never liked her. But... Don't you think the community's... Except for the very sliver of the community that grew up with her in the heyday and the come of age with her, i.e. Gen Xers, you know. Mm, Yeah. They, I feel like in, like, I can't imagine who is a less liked, like, pop star. Like, does anybody want to hear from her or, like... I get the world tour I'm assuming sold out within minutes so there is an audience but isn't she just as bad as Mariah Carey when it comes to you know tardiness with her shows she is a better you know dancer than Mariah nobody can sing but I can't yeah, imagine Mariah is a much better singer she was yeah like ooh. it's not sounding great lately yeah it's still better than I could ever do yes yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah, yeah. It was definitely an interesting story. Speaking of music and concerts, and there's a, still the continuation of trends of things being thrown. Oh, yeah. Did you see at Little Nas X, like, they, people were throwing sex, or I don't know if it was people or one person, but a sex toy was thrown on stage. Yeah, and um, I don't know what a sex toy means. Like, I, obviously, I know what that could, but it's such a variation of what does that mean? Right. Like a dildo? Just a straight up Yeah, dildo, I'm assuming or... that's what it was. <laughs> um, and then did you see Adele was, like, basically, like, threatening people and being like, I dare you to throw something on this stage. Yeah, but she wasn't actually threatening people. No, I know. Yeah, but, like... she's Adele, so it's all funny and, and cockney about it, but Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Like, she's, again. like, addressing. I mean, I think in Vegas, you get that extra little, and this is an ironic statement, you get a little extra class <laughs> going on. Well, those like things are really expensive. Yeah. So it does take out the riffraff, for sure. But these festival tickets are excruciating. But people are out of their minds. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's not great. People just don't know how to interact after COVID, like, literally. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. And I think everybody's just, there's a uh, whole new level of just underlying anger. And like nobody knows yeah. how to express it. And so they just go nuts and then. And this you, is what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Do you want to move on to what we're watching or do you have any other news? Yeah. No, I, yeah. Good to, let's move forward with what we're watching. Let's power through. All right. What you got, girl? Um, I, I'll go from, I guess, like least interesting to most interesting. 
Okay. I mentioned that, that I've been watching Outland. Like, yeah, I said the Outland. Yeah, we talked there. about it last okay. week. Okay, cool. It's still getting better and better, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Spoiler alert, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we so you haven't watched it in 40 years, or how long has it been out? Since 1981. Um, and oh, yeah, I thought I'd seen it. Um, but I clearly really had not at all watched it all the way through. And I think what's really shocking is that um, Karen Allen, who is like, I did not know that she was so prominently in that movie. <laughs> she is, you know, the, the co-lead and the love interest, but it's just so crazy of like the movies of 1981. I mean, it's still clearly going on today with women and Hollywood, but it's much better because if you, you know, think of Raiders of Lost Ark. I thought it was just going to be, you know, Harrison Ford and like a couple of sidekicks. She is, you know, right then and there in a major point of the whole plot. Yeah. And um, good for Karen Allen because she really like never got her due. I mean, and she starred in, you know, some of the biggest movies that are still like, I mean, National Lampoon's Animal House is what she first started in but she's also now she's a professor at bard college and um lives in massachusetts so good for you karen allen but yeah that was just she was just really great in it uh and so that's that movie still holds up so if anybody wants to watch it on disney plus <laughs> um and then uh jack ryan has premiered on amazon prime uh starring john krasinski season three we're on no season four uh very good start um, I always kind of forget how political it is. Um, it's very much immersed in the CIA. Solid retelling of a Jack Ryan character. Uh, and we'll just see what else fucking happens. But starting off strong. It's just really annoying because they're only releasing two episodes a week. And it's going to be six episodes and then it's over. Um, but they've released every other season in full before. So it's like, really? You, we know that you have all the episodes. Like, just drop them. Yeah, interesting. But maybe because of the strike, they're like, let's space this out. <laughs> I have no idea. Over two weeks. It's like, really? Yeah, That's true. what you're going to do? Three weeks? Um, but then the big sleeper hit that I would recommend to everybody to check out is Hijacked with Idris Elba on Apple TV. Right. And I didn't expect it to be everybody be British. And it's, like, clearly a British production and some other British actors that you've seen before, like, from The Crown. And there was a Doctor Who spinoff. Um, they are showing up in it, too. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. It takes place. Uh, Idris Elba is a corporate negotiator. And he's on a hijacked flight going from Dubai to England. Mm. And it's super interesting of, like, the way they're telling the story and playing it out. And um, I was hoping it would be good, but it was getting better and better each episode. And I was like, hell, yeah. Two episodes are out, and then we get an episode a week. So, come on. Just give us it all. Uh, That's how Apple does it, man. Yeah. And then are you going to talk about the other things that we've kind of talked about before getting on the pod? Or should I bring up? Let's wait until the other. Like, let me go through my stuff, and then we'll go through that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, what do you, you have anything else or nope? Those yeah, besides the other thing, obviously. Yeah. yeah. The only other things I was gonna mention um from my end is I watched the third season of Party Down, which is on stars. Um, it picks up kind of like from where the second season would have been going, except that Lizzie Kaplan's character we know is not on it because 
they have her like being really successful as an actress. Uh, she also like lives in England now. Well, she was filming um, that movie, that show that she was just in with Joshua Jackson. So oh, she couldn't do it. She was actually in the last scene of the last episode. Spoiler nice. alert. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's everyone else like Jane Lynch, Ken Marino, um, Adam Scott. And Martin Starr. Martin Starr. And then that blonde guy. Ryan I always Hansen. forget. Yeah, I always forget his name, Ryan Hansen. And then they have some new people too. It's just, you know, classic ridiculousness. Pretty funny. Megan Mullally's in it too. Um, oh yeah, she got on the series. Like she was, but like, she's not Jane like Lynch. she. Yeah, she doesn't work at the catering company. She's Word. like, um, like you know, more so part of the Hollywood scene. But nice, really funny. Holds holds up. And then the other thing I watched this week was the John Early um, comedy special on Max, which is called Now More Than Ever. It is. Um, I wouldn't even say it's a comedy special. I would almost say it's like a comedy special meets mockumentary variety show because it definitely takes inspiration from like music documentaries. Um, But then he, in addition to doing his stand-up, like he has a band behind him that they do covers. And so like one's... um, What's that Britney song? But they're like B-side tracks. It was like yep, this overprotective or something. Yep, yeah, it was really good. Okay. Um, just for that part I loved. He did like also that. Southern tweet. character. Which one? Oh, Vicky with a V? No. No, he does the um, Missy Elliott song with Tweet where it's like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Goes my shirt. Yeah. I cover my head. Oh, yeah, my. so that's like a nice to interrupt in between. Like, is that Missy Elliott? I mean, I you would know her. better than I would. I think but... it's her and this woman and then tweet. featuring somebody else. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, because I'm thinking I'm seeing the music video and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like only Missy Elliott in there, but no. the song you only really hear that woman in my head. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's he he sings that part. He's great at that. I mean, he's a he's a very yeah. No, I mean, he's vocalist. I mean, he can do anything. So anything he does, I want to watch and. Yeah, it's just really, and then, yeah, it's mockumentary. It's, like, making fun of what uh, music, like, they actually, he actually takes, like, scenes from other music documentaries, like um, The Last Waltz, which is actually one that I'm familiar with because my parents were obsessed with it because they were the band fans, which is also known as, like, one of the best documentaries of all time. But there's, like, scenes that he, basically recreates making fun of the scenes from that show. Um, also just making him look like a douchebag when, you know, he's not things like that. Um, so definitely recommended that as well. Nice. Um, and that's on yeah. HBO or max. It's called oh, now, yeah. but I can't, oh. I know I can't, I know. Um, but yeah. Like and then losing... speaking of max though. Yeah. I feel like we're like losing some legitimacy by like not having it be no i mean i agree with you because it's not crazy when succession is available on the same streamer as 90 day fiance to me now it's like there are two (laughs) levels of cinema yeah (laughs) and they don't belong on the same one but like here we are and also separate buckets everything is getting 
completely wonky and like insecure which was an hbo show is now on netflix and i'm like nothing makes sense anymore yeah i saw Issa ray posted it and i was like wait this is on netflix now like i literally don't we can't obviously as someone who likes things in order and like organization (laughs) and logic this is like really frustrating yeah yeah. It's really grinding my gears. And what's really, uh, like, really kind of blowing my mind and creating a lot of chaos in my brain, too, is that the order and the systems that we grew up with to know were tried and true are falling apart. Thrown out the window. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like every institute, like, what we went to college to understand and study no longer exists. So, like, how are you supposed to, how do we need to go back to college? Like, we need somebody. You don't think no, we're because confused, it's moving, guys? It's moving so quickly that by the time you would go oh into college <laughs> and when you graduate, like the technologies aren't even there anymore. Oh my god! That's I mean, how that quickly these things change. Four years is so much can happen in four I years. I know, but for so many years before that, like the you know the studio system, like that kind of alternated a bit before, like when you would just be like signed up with a studio, but right. like the three picture deal and. Like you got cable pilot TV season and yeah. And like, no, nope, I know and ratings and Nielsen and sweeps and yeah. And these films are allowed to be made this time of year. And this is costing the budget for this only four well, and also the amount of comedy and the amount of time each show could be. Yeah. You know, the how timing, many, like now you could have a show any amount of time you wanted. There's no time limits. But also just filmmaking in itself, too, just seems to be really hitting a rough patch. Yeah, but that's for a different day. Um, Do you want to just (laughs) – let's discuss this stuff that we were both watching, which – Bring up what you want to bring up because I don't want to spoil anything. Well, I've watched all of the other two except for the last episode, so just don't talk about the last episode except your thoughts about it because um, famously this week or since the last episode, since the last pod we recorded, we unfortunately found out that this season of the other two is the last. We I don't know. I'm assuming that was not the decision when they did the last, like filmed the last episode, right? Or we don't know. No, they 100% knew. Oh, they did? This okay. is 100% written to say goodbye. Okay. And so honestly, because... what's fascinating, it's a completely different show. It still holds true to what the other two was doing. It is a completely different tone. The last it, episode is? Yes. It is elevated. There wow. are moments where I thought they were mocking, but also kind of, um, pirating or mimicking succession with the siblings and stuff, but not yeah. in like the bad way. Yeah, not, yeah, like, yeah. When yeah. They were trying to murder each other, but they 100% no, but... knew they, they are buttoning okay. every single thing up. It is one of the strongest season finales of as uh, series wow. finales of the show, okay. I would say, especially for like our, too. a little, a little disrespected half hour comedy. It is one of the strongest goodbyes wow yeah and what we didn't mention is the reason why the show supposedly is ending but i would say that reason's out the window because of this episode because mm. they definitely knew it yeah. was ending so but yeah you want to sorry you say no just what? the rumors or i, I think mean, it was confirmed confirmed that chris kelly who is one of the co-writers co-producers co-creators 
Yeah, Sarah Schneider and Chris Kelly have been writing partners since they were head co-writers of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and apparently he has a history of aggression. HR looked into what were complaints about him, like, embarrassing and being harassing. Not sexual. Right. Something like, but just making an uncomfortable work right. environment. For people. Yeah, but then at the same time... I feel like there's never going to be a, a work environment at this day and age. Like if we were allowed to Well, but complain, let's also think of when they ho- when they were like they were But co- like your work environment isn't going to be safe. No matter what kind of bullshit we pretend that we're yeah, trying to create. Yeah, especially this day SNL and age, which has to be like in a writers room where it's like guys, I need you to do better. Yeah. Like is that then going to make somebody uncomfortable? When they go around and then they say, like, I don't feel safe in my work environment. Like, we would have shut down every single office that we would have worked in. Because we would have. The shit that we uh, were witness and, uh, like, victim of. Oh, yeah. The amount of lawsuits I would have now. Yeah. things that happened to me at many of my former employers. It's frustrating. So, yeah. I mean, I obviously would be curious what was find like what the true stories were that made people uncomfortable but i'm also not going to defend the guy but the show is really good (laughs) yeah the show no i mean the show is really good i just think you're not yeah it would be very interesting and i'm sure he probably didn't make a great conducive work environment but that's also like but also like SN. i mean not that maybe it's different now but like snl was never a good environment like you think it was not they clearly like well, it's I never like going to be because you're it's a product a of your environment, and like you were treated this way when you were coming up, so then you treat other people that way. It's like, been especially in that, that industry. For a while. No, no, no. In that industry specifically is what I mean. Yeah, but what we know of what the writers' room was until I would say pre-Tina Fey. And then even with them, like she probably, cause you've seen her character on 30 Rock. I mean, yeah. because even that culturally was very accepted. When you go back and watch it now, you're like, this couldn't fly. Right. So that's in itself like difficult to navigate. Cause you have to put in the context always. Right. But that's when Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider were hired on would right. have been that time frame. Um, and as healthier as even that writer's room got, you're still the whole job is competing with your coworkers to get the better jokes or story right. out there. And so I was actually rewatching some Seth clips and they had a spoof of Larry David coming by in the writer's room. And he is like, why are you guys trying to like each other? Like, don't invite me out to dinner. Like, we hate each other. Right. We work together. This isn't supposed to be us getting along. I'm competing with you to get my material on TV. Right. And it was just like, yeah, that's one school of thought on how to approach a writer's room. And then another school of thought would be to try and make it more collaborative. But how many people have that skill, too? Well, and also for so long, it was the first one you were mentioning because primarily it was all white men <laughs> and that's yeah. how they operate. Um, but yeah. Okay. And then moving on to Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. I also don't know why I like really went on a lot. Well, because I'm obsessed with Chris Kelly's like comedy writing. So yeah, I guess yeah, that's no, why. I mean, and Sarah Schneider. Um, I would yeah. be curious Sarah's views about it too, you know, working with him for so long. 
Yeah, there was a big the rumor, like the. I mean, we aren't getting any actual information because now actually seeing this episode, it was like, no, they clearly knew that they were buttoning this up and this was going to be the end of everything because the conversation was that Sarah knew that this was Chris's behavior and uh, aided and abetted, essentially. Got it. But it was like. I mean, that also could be, like, their working dynamic for the last 20 right. or 15 years. I mean, yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, Righteous Gemstones. Wait, okay. So, we had a, I think we had an off-camera conversation about Righteous Gemstones. And um, that's interesting. It just turned on by itself. Yeah. The I don't think I'm picking it up. No, <laughs> but, the right, internet, or this, you know, not the internet. This apartment is haunted. Yeah, fair enough. Um, where you said that... Um, I'm not going to remember the character. Uh, Gideon is the character's name, the oldest right. of the gemstone boys. You said he was working with the ninja gang, the, the bike ninja gang. Last season. Was it the last season or the first season where he's like out to get his own family? And it hasn't works, been the first season. And works with those other stunt people to like steal money from them and oh yeah that's the first season because this and then also blackmail them and he gets very I remember them getting into a physical altercation and him getting injured so that's why I wasn't sure if that was last season or two seasons ago which would make if it was last season would make sense as to why he had the neck brace got it no no that would because the ninjas were hired by Eric Andre I don't even remember ninjas. saying ninjas, to be honest. That's what they're called. <laughs> the cycle ninjas. They're a bike, bike gang. Oh, right, 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 right. I mean, I also haven't watched. Like, yeah. you're just catching up, so you're more familiar yeah. with what happened last season. Like, that is a year ago, so I don't even Fair, barely remember yeah. what happened. But when you were, like, explaining it the other day and you were like, this happened, I was like, I must have missed that. And so I went back and I was reading on it. And I was like, no, okay, I wasn't absolutely yeah, yeah yeah out of my mind it was eric andre hired them they're called the like cycle ninjas or like right, the right. bike ninjas or something but then yeah that's what and i was like okay no it doesn't i no. was just i wasn't talking about them i was talking oh, about okay. those fellow stunt, stunt people, people that it. he he was working with okay my that bad. was like his new family and then realized they weren't really his family yeah but yes, we're both caught up on Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, and I mean, I effing love the actress that plays the sister. Like, she she's is so, so good because that character is so unhinged and she's so good at playing it. It's just such a strange... No, I... And, and, and I like, caught some other things that she was supposed to be... Like, she was supposed to say in some other clips that she had to, like, go to the writers and be like, I can't say that. Like, it was disgusting yeah i mean that's the thing like the things that come out of her mouth they just make me crack up because they're so ridiculous yeah she had a really good like throwaway line this past episode that was when he said like when it's something about when he told her when they go to the paint and sit place and he's like you always find these really cool places and she's just like talking herself up it's like well because i'm pretty cool and then she says something else that like made me just laugh out loud. maybe we both laughed at the same time then yeah yeah so i was just like that was so random okay i know and poor bj that whole like situation where the other guy shows up <sighs> yeah and he's just an absolute fucking wackadoo but the what a good cameo with casey wilson as his wife yep but I'm still like, I wanted more of her in it. Trauma. I mean, this could not be stronger, like Danny McBride energy, where like so many things are not explained. Like I was texting of like the baby born in the porta potty should not be alive. Like 
we are not there's no rules I mean baby Billy shouldn't be alive (laughs) yeah I mean oh god that whole I was so yeah oh he's just such a creepy such a great actor playing him yeah the the character is so creepy and yeah and his look is so deranged and then what about the twist at the end of this season of this episode I literally just watched and I don't with the son with the cousins and what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, were we only we're not gonna get Steve's on for just like one episode. Yeah. I know. I mean, again, like I know we I said it to you, I think, last time when we were on the pod. Like the cast is great to begin with, but then the guest stars that they're getting. Or next level. Next Steven level. Dorf. I was waiting for Steven Dorf to have hired somebody to come and kill um do you think Steven Dorf's belly is his belly or do you think he's wearing a fat suit? Because I would have is... to see it again because I do not recollect. Oh, my God. Having... Ev- every time he's been on the screen, I've been like, this man has a hot belly. And like, is that supposed to be part of the character? Is that we him? are not seeing like the same person at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> you need to definitely look into it because I can't. Because he like, does he's very much still known for like smoking and ripping and like looking fucking hot. And trim. Yeah. Yeah. And also, but I think because my brain has been programmed to see perfect bodies because that's what TV has been this whole time. And then in the last couple of years, obviously it's been more inclusive. Thank God. So every time, because my brain is like riddled in, uh, I don't, body dysmorphia but not just body dysmorphia but like almost expecting only to see perfection anytime i don't i like focus on it if that makes sense oh i see what you're saying in the but when he's wearing this like like sweater well no in this episode they're wearing the um the cloak things and he's wearing like a white shirt and his stomach robe i mean it's looking like it's his but I'm very interested to know more. Um, anyway, but yeah. But, I mean, it's just a normal male body. The, um, what's her name from Third Rock from the Sun? I know, and I don't know. The best character on, I mean, how dare we? Because I was obsessed with her on Third Rock from the Sun. And everything else she's ever been in. Best character to ever grace Sex in the City. Oh, yeah, when she falls out the window. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that nobody talks about, like, Carrie just like walks home from watching like a, a somebody she knew for like twenty years in New York fall out a window, and there's like no Isn't repercussions it like emotionally. Or Caitlin. Or- yeah, no, you're totally right. I'm just looking at Kristen Johnson. Johnson. Johnston. Johnston. Yeah. The T is in there. Yeah, her character. I mean, she's playing a great character. And then yeah, I mean, just the original cast. Lucas Hayes is one of the cousins, and he is part of the infamous. Mm. Leonardo DiCaprio pussy posse. <laughs> so of course. Um, but yeah, no, I'd have to go back and see Righteous Gem. I mean, Stephen Dorff. I feel like um, it's not even supposed to be like part of the conversation. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Just yeah. having Michelle focus yeah. on because she's yeah. insane. Yeah, that checks out. Yep. Feel, but I'm also not getting like a lot of images. There's one where he's wearing. Like, you know, three shirts, one being, like, a very dad. It's when he was, like, attacked in the parking lot with his dog. Right. And it's just, like, a very unflattering. If they just, like, pulled his pants up a little bit, like, you wouldn't even tell. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I mean, he's but yeah, still no, looking I mean, good. Love the show. I think this is his – I think this is Danny McBride's most 
successful of his shows, which is very interesting in itself because yeah, he's had so. successful the- shows in the past. Yeah, he's got a really great relationship with HBO or HBO Max or whatever we want to call him. And he's just uh, such a good like. But this like- also is starting off with if you already have John Goodman attached, like everyone's kind of like, oh, what's but it's John not Goodman just like up the to? Cast that, I mean, the cast is great, but then it's like it's like Succession where it's like, how do they come up with this and the relationships? And just like the story and how it where it goes. Well, it's this like, one I see a, a much more. I, I wouldn't give it up to Succession standards in terms of right. how strong it is. It's you can see where they're going. They're going off of the characters that they. Well, I mean that's also what that's what any good show does, really. But the characters they've created and gone with the the thing is, I would say the main difference between the two is Succession it has to be so grounded in right reality. they can go anywhere here this is so i see what you're saying Absurd. where they're taking huge swings and they're right hits. but this i think because it can be so absurd they could do so many different things it could still make yeah. it better and better but also i appreciate the ridiculousness but also reality of like all the different fringes of this christianity slash cult where like yeah you've got it's like, like it's TV right what version. you know i mean he grew up in fredericksburg virginia right and like no exactly okay. yeah because you've got this like tv version that's all spending money on it then you've got like what steve zahn is all about where it's like you're part of nature and you don't own anything because your whole purpose is for the lord and then you have and, these mega churches right and what they can be doing and then the fringe churches of what they believe should be Christianity. And then, yeah. And how they're all, yeah, hating each other, but yet doing the same thing in a different way. It's super, it's so I, yeah. I mean, it's the way that they're able to tackle religion within a comedy. Yeah. It's is very well really done. Really well done. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, so then, yeah. So I apologize. I apologize for a lot of things on this pod today, but but yeah, with existence. that with that conversation, yeah, that then I say would be like on par with in comparison. The succession to, part, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like the writing of the actual lines aren't as strong as Succession. No, sure. but I was thinking like you can kind of see where Righteous Gemstones is gonna go, and then they'll take a hard left, but they can because of how they have no blueprints. They can really go anywhere swerve uh, you know zig when you think they're gonna zag in succession it's like what what could happen what is the next? show yeah, yeah like, how exactly. could you even have a next episode after half of this shit but but yeah no still still great but yeah it's just very it's such a great mind of danny mcbride and then such great casting to then trust the actors that you cast true that all right so good. well With that, until next time. Bye.